to the KC City Church Audio Podcast. We pray you enjoy this following sermon. That's right. You're going to run into His presence. Um, Holy Spirit, we want to thank you this morning for the dew from heaven. Come right now. We invite you to moisten our hearts. Lord, this soil, Lord, stir up, Lord. Lord, get it ready, Lord, for your word, your pure word, that it will germinate, you'll take its place. Come and rain down, God, as we learn from your word, read from your word, that it's active and powerful. Your word is active and alive and powerful. Open our eyes right now, our spiritual eyes. Remove every form of hindrance and veil or scales that, that cause us to, to be limited in our understanding. Holy Spirit, come right now and bring to light. Illuminate, oh God. Shine, oh God. Cause us to see. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And this morning, I want to um, share on... Uh, Wine skin. Wine skin. We know that wine skin, the purpose of wine skin is to contain wine. Am I right? Yes. Not water. Contain the wine and to hold. Uh, the purpose was to do that. But the old wine skin sometimes can get dry and become not so pliable to a point that it can become brittle. Right? When the new wine is poured in, the activities of this new wine can stress it. Can stress the old wine skin of its ability to yield. The new wine poured into an old wine skin can stress its ability to yield. So the word of God says that no one from Matthew 9, 16 to 18, that no one sews a patch of unshrunk cloth onto an old garment. For the patch will pull away from the garment, making the tear worse. The word worse, that means it was cracking the old wine skin. <laughs> it's dry and brittle. Make it worse. Neither do people pour new wine into old wineskins. If they do, the skins will burst. The wine will run out and the wineskins will be ruined. No, they pour new wine into new wineskins and both are preserved. And here we are praying, Lord, pour in new wine, pour in new wine, but our wineskin not ready to hold it. So it cracks. Revelation, we are touching when we do devotion in the morning or, uh, or come to church and, and, and God is pouring this new wine. And because the wine skin is so brittle, it's old, not renewed, we lose it. But the mercies of God is new every day. New every day. In order... To, to, to preserve that wine skin, to renew the wine skin, you know, that the process is, you know, once the wine skin has become dry and hard and brittle, the wine skin needs to be submerged in the water for a long period of time. 
then it's removed and it's soft, then oil is poured on it. Not just pouring on it, it massage into the wineskin to make it pliable again. It's okay if we have, we have, our wineskin has become a bit brittle and old and, and, and the mercy of God is wooing, come. You know, the, the Spirit of God is here, is pouring out every morning, there's dew in the morning, yes? So, so we, we come, there is this wooing we're talking about, we'll, be bit, we'll focus a little bit on the water and the oil, which also symbolic of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and um, um, so we'd like to look at some of the activities of the Holy Spirit. What does the Holy Spirit do? This morning, pretty much, we've been talking a lot about Acts. It's like um, he knows nothing about what I was going to share, but he kind of served the hors d'oeuvre <laughs> and prepared the way for what is being going to share, uh, what I'm going to share from Acts 2, 1 to 4. He said, when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. That one place, in one accord, some version says that, um, reflects unity, right? They were not just in one, but they were in unity. Suddenly, a sound like a blowing of violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house. And in this house, as I was reading, and then we read earlier, they met in the temple and they met in houses. Sometimes we look at, oh, maybe it's meant to be just house church and make it into a theology on that. But I believe that the Lord said the whole house is the whole family. You know, we cannot single out one verse and make it a theology on that. The Bible says that the house, the church of God, the bride of Christ is member of a family. Am I right? We are part of the body, members of the body. And the body is family and we are not to make it into an organization or, or um, uh, an event or just a service. The household of God. He's talking about, right? And it filled the whole house, the family, whether in the temple or in the homes, where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire. You know, fire can be, not too long ago, Australia, we, you know, we devastated by the fire, right? And, and, and that fire came to ruin. But this fire is life-giving. This fire comes to set us uh, our passion. We become passionate about the things of God. We, we begin to run. We begin to be infectious and contagious. People come in contact with us. They are set on fire, right? This fire is life-giving, okay? And that fire came as one first, then separated the would say, and came to rest. This fire is rest, another version says, settle on each and every one of them. There is this rest. You know, the kingdom of God said, if you want to be great, you have to be small first. The first, you have to be last. Am I right? It's, it's, it's very contradicting to the, the world that we are living in, right? You want to be exalted? Bow low first, humble, humility. So, so here, this fire come, you know, there is this peace. 
the peace of God surpasses all understanding. Begin to guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. Right? And this peace is the Holy Ghost that rise. Right? And then is that uh, rest on uh, and settle on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled. The Spirit enabled us to do. Another version says empower. And another version said gave the ability. When you are at a place that you don't have any more ability, you call on the Holy Spirit. He becomes, you know, you pray in accordance to, to his desire. As a child, he, he comes and and able you. He gives you the ability that you do not have, right? That is the power of the Holy Spirit. How powerful is that? But before this, this is from 2, 1 to 4. Before that, we know that they were impressed, right? They were impressed. They all joined in Acts 1, 14. They all joined together constantly in prayer, along with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. That, that is that impress. Um, and they were filled. The Bible also said that they were filled. They, they, the people look at them thought that they were intoxicated. <laughs> they were drunk. <laughs> right, the world today give the counterfeit, right? Go to parties, you have to be drunk to be cool. What a counter. Next day you get, you know, you throw up, you're sick, you're, you know, you're affected. But that is how the world always tried to sabotage what the Spirit of God is trying to do, right? And, and the Spirit of God gives lives. Now, you know, Ephesians 3.20 is one of my favorite verses. This is, uh, it displays the power of the Holy Spirit. Now to him who is able to do according in and beyond what we can even ask or think of, right? According to the power that is within us. The Bible says, how many would like God to do enough for on our behalf above and beyond what we can and even ask for. How many here? How many? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. We're talking about running. Uh, I'm not just, I'm like, whatever you want me to do, I, I'm going to, I want to be there. <laughs> I do everything within my power to be there, right? Within. And we are still praying for God to pour into us. But the Bible says that is within us. This power is within us. And if the Spirit of God, and then Romans 8:11 said, if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal body because of His Spirit who is what? In you is in you. Say that Spirit of God is in me. Can we say it again? The Spirit of God is in me. The Spirit of God lives within me. Say it again. The Spirit of God lives within me. Right? So He wants us to begin to stir up. Stir up. So we are, don't just wait for the pouring. There is an outpouring, but then also He said, stir up the faith. 
the good faith. Fight a good faith. Amen? Amen. And uh, now, Holy Spirit, now, as water. Oh Lord, I know you're within me and I'm not quite, you know, encountering all that you're saying in my life. I know I believe that. You know, what can I do? But, you know, the way to prepare this wine skin, we're preparing a new wine skin to hold this new wine. There are process. What are process? Earlier, I talked about submerge that on a long period in water, right? The Holy Spirit as water. In, in John 7, 37 to 39, said, now on the last day, we are living in the last days, am I right? Yeah. On the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture said, from his innermost being right in the most being will flow rivers of living water but this he spoke of the spirit whom those who believe in him will, re will receive for the spirit was not yet given but jesus was not yet glorified now has jesus been glorified he has. So has the Spirit been given to us? Yes. Yes. So the Spirit is in us. Amen. You know, sometimes we just, you know, I are Jesus to be worshipped. He sits on the throne, but He has given us an instruction and taught us very clearly that when He leaves, He will give us the Spirit. Not in the Old Testament, they were waiting for the Spirit to come upon them to begin to prophesy. Am I right? But now we are in the New Testament. The Spirit is given to us, has been poured out to you as daughters, as sons, you know, and is in us. Amen. So sometimes our, our wineskin, our mentality, our thought, whatever, if it hasn't been able to, to be, it's not renewed, we can't contain the truth. But let's get into the scripture because the word of God has power. All right. And we need to not just have power. Okay, you have power. He said, there is a process that you need to put in place to hold what the truth of God. All right. So there is this partnership. And in Revelation, uh, in John 4, 14, it says, But those who drink the water I give will never thirst again. It, can't, it becomes a fresh, bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. This, he talks about the Spirit of God lives in us. is like a bubbling stream. Another version is a fountain of the Holy Spirit. There is a fountain in you. What is capping the fountain? What is you know causing the fountain to be wasted? Is the new wine skin. Mm. Again and again, it will hold for a short period. Depends on how brittle that wine skin is. All right, it will hold for a while. Both the wine skin and the new wine is wasted. So we need to put process in place to cause this wine skin to be pliable. And soak it in the spirit in prayer. Prayer is one thing, right? In prayer, you know, and in the presence, you know, wait in his presence. 
wait on God just as an ex. They were waiting. They were hopeless. They were discouraged. Their master just died. Uh, but they were obedient. They waited. We know when ha- that happened, but they did not know. But they obediently waited in one accord. And the next thing that the Holy Spirit as a symbol, is the Holy Spirit as oil. He is the oil that will cause us to be pliable. All right? And, and, and Matthew 25, verse 1 to 8, it says, At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lambs and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones took their lambs but did not take any oil with them. The wise ones, however, took oil in jars along with their lambs. The bridegroom was a long time in coming. Sometimes we wait, oh, Jesus, I still got a lot of time. You're a long time in coming. But it's not that long. We can see the signs. Not that long. Thank God for this passage. I don't want to be the foolish one. A long time in coming. Where am I? Five of them were foolish and and five wise. The foolish ones took their lands but did not take any oil with them. The wise ones, however, took oil in jars along with their lambs. The bridegroom was long time in coming and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. Are we sleepy Christians? Wiki, wiki. (laughs) At midnight, the cry rang out. Here's the bridegroom. Come out to meet him. Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lambs. Okay. And the foolish one said to the wise, give us some of your oil. Our lambs are going out. You can be trimming. You have no oil. Your lamb won't burn. Now, sometimes, very often, we look at this passage as preparation, as children of God, and um, we need to prepare for this, the coming of the Lord. But on the other hand, I just want to add to that. You know that the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. Yeah? yeah? And He's our teacher. And sometimes, a lot of times, we can read the scripture without inviting the Holy Spirit to illuminate that word. Mm, that's good. We have lack of understanding. Lack of preparation with the Holy Spirit. And you know, we said, it's all truth, we will dry up. If all spirit, we blow up. But together, we will grow up. Am I right? So it's important as, as children of God, we begin to invite the spirit that has been poured out, has been given to us. Show me. I need you. I'm desperate. I, I need you to help me, to teach me. I humble myself. I don't know it all. And come and show me. I, I need you to make this clear, like the lamb, you know. And we need to keep the word of God. He said that the word of God is in my heart that was, so that my step do not slip. 
You know the word? So we need to keep the word in us and so that we will not slip. Is that the word is a, um, like a lamb unto my feet, a light unto my path. His word with the oil. All right? Not just a lamb. Must be a lamb with oil. Mm. Holy Spirit is the oil to light up. Holy Spirit is the anointing, right? That in marriage, when you're married, you know, sometimes we're married to Jesus. We know that when we accept Jesus, you know, I'm the bride, I'm married to you, Jesus. But how many times in marriage, husband and wife, you can ignore your spouse? We're married, but I'm not really giving too much attention. You know, I'm busy. You know, serve me. We can ignore our spouse. And, and we can physically be intimate, but never truly experience the ultimate intimacy. And Luke 4, 16 to 18. This Luke 18 is a fulfillment of Isaiah 61. Jesus is a spirit of prophecy fulfilled. Amen? It was prophesied long time in Isaiah 61. And, and this day, as Jesus was reading, declaring Isaiah 61, it was fulfilled in him and through him and by him. Am I right? It said, he went to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And on the Sabbath day, he went into the synagogue as was in uh, his custom. He stood up to read and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it is written, the spirit of the Lord is on me. Because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind. To set the oppressed free. The word prophesied was fulfilled in him and through him and by him. And when we have Jesus, we are in Christ. We, this is being fulfilled in our lives. Amen? With the anointing of the Holy Spirit, we are called to set the oppressed. We are called to proclaim the good news to the poor. Poor not just physical, you know, in substance, but poor in spirit. He has set up, uh, me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight to the blind. You know, there are things that we, we see and yet we don't see. We hear you, yet we don't hear. Yeah, am I right? And it's a daily, we can be in Christ and become dull to what the Spirit has to say. That's why He has to, the seven Spirit have been sent to the earth. If you read Revelation, right? He who has here, let them hear what the Spirit has to say. You know, so, so I will get that. And today of all days, and, and we have touched on connect groups, the importance of connect group or importance of coming together, the importance of the new wine. And, and today of all days is less we forget. We, we celebrated uh, people who laid down their lives for the freedom of others. All right. And, and I want to encourage you that lest we forget what Jesus had done for us. He laid down his life so that we have freedom. 
And we have been anointed by the Holy Ghost to set other people free. All right? And, and, and we forget it, it's all right. His mercy is new every day. Lord, I'm coming again and submerge myself in your presence, in the water, uh, and, and, and come and pour your anointing oil on me, in me, and I'm going to massage it. I'm not just going to wait on you. I am going to participate in what you are doing. I'm going to massage it into my mind, into my heart, or into my brittle, wherever, you know, that, that so that I will absorb the fullness of what you had done. There is a participation. There is a thirst. There is a hunger. There is a desperation. And not just waiting, come, pour on me. Waiting on God. God said, I have given everything to you. You stir it up. You stir it up. You stir up the Holy Ghost in you. And I want to get back to, to Revelation. He said, lest we forget. You know what? In Revelation, talk about Jesus. In Revelation 5, he said, you know what? They, they, they were weeping. He said, no one is worthy to open this scroll. In Revelation, he said, you know, then one of the elders said, to me, do not weep. Say, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has triumphed. Has triumphed. They were trying to, there was a score on the throne and, and no one, he, the Bible said, no one in heaven and on earth can open the scroll. And, and they were very sad. And, uh, and they were comforted with it. The lion of Judah. Who is Jesus Christ? He has triumphed. Am I right? He has triumphed. And then in 6 to 10, he said, Then I saw this lion. Now they see something. Now this lion is the lamb, looking as if it had been slain. Standing at the center of the throne, encircled by the four living creatures and the elders, the lamb has seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. He went and took the scroll from the right hand of him who sat on the throne. And when he had taken it, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb. Each one had a harp and they were holding golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of God's people. Just as you think that your prayers don't matter, it does. It does. It rises up as incense to the Lord. And they sang a new song saying, you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seal because you were slain and with your blood you purchased for God persons from every tribe and language and people and nation. You have made them to be kingdom and priests to serve our God and they will reign on the earth. It's in prayer and in worship. We are called to in prayer and in worship, we are made priests. We have the responsibility to minister to God. In prayer and in worship. You know what? The Bible said that we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. We are the temple of the Holy Ghost. 
There is a call to come together in church. There's a call to meet at homes, to encourage and build together. There's a call to come together in unity in God. There is a call for us intimately day to day as priests, minister to God in prayer and in worship. It's not just the pastors, you are the priest. We have the responsible to come right now. Can I ask you a question? Just answer between you and God, how is your wineskin? No condemnation, but self-evaluation uh, and reflect. Holy Spirit, where am I today? How is your wineskin? Is it 80% dry and brittle or 50 or 30? Um, if the Holy Spirit is stirred up and God is pouring in, will my wineskin hold this new wine? I have been examining myself. Not in condemnation, but in desperation. I know I'm not there yet. I'm getting there. With all the resources of heaven. You know? He's a good father. He will not give you something and take it away. He's not an Indian giver. Sorry, some Indians are very generous. I was blessed I was in India. <laughs> oh, that's real Indians. <laughs> Do you know he's a good, good father given you his best? What is in the way? We will never change if we don't do self-evaluation. We will never change if we don't put process to submerge ourselves in the water and pour the oil and wait in and on God. We need to get rid of hurried syndrome. We need to be really intimate. What is in the way of my intimacy with you, Jesus? I give you permission. I humble myself. Shine to heal. The latest technology for skincare is that you shine what the, some light <laughs> on your skin to bring healing. Wow. Right? This light will come. He wants to heal, not to expose. Right? The enemy comes to expose to shame, but he said, No, I have come to heal. I have come to give them life and life abundantly. And and the each day. Each day, if you are at 70%, the next day you're at 50. If it's submerged in poor oil, you wait, you got to 40, 30, right? Percent and become more pliable. And, and when the Holy Spirit stretch you, hey, I can hold a little longer. <laughs> I, I'm able to stretch, I can expand. There is a sign 
in America when we were there is called yield. <laughs> yield is not telling you to stop, but you have a choice and decision to make. Yield, you are considerate, you give way. If the Holy Spirit come by, will you yield? Will you consider stopping on your own terms and your, the decision you make? Yeah, I'm going to stop. I will yield to what he's saying. The one thing that in the past I always frazzled me was like the parable of the talent, one, two, and five. This person that given five already have 10. <laughs> and, and God would take the one and give it to the one with 10 already. My goodness, he's only a one, you know? Very often is fear, not just fear, it's lack of participation that the one is not multiplied. If that one had participated with the Holy Spirit and diligent a good steward, it would have gone to two and two will be four and four will be eight. Am I right? So never look at how much you have. I, of, I, I can testify to it that I, I, for a long time, I never thought I had much. But I think I know Whatever I have left, God, I give it to you. I trust you to help me multiply. Because he's a power. He can't help himself when there are things that connect to the power. You know, I have a lamb that just when I was moving, it kind of detached the wire, detached from uh, the connection. So when it turned on, it's not lighting up. So, but when I connect the wires together, the light turned on. Right? So when we are connected to the power, we are connected to God, He turns on the light. He multiplies. He is the power, dunamis. So that's why I say, Master seed, no matter how small, don't despise what you have. Bring it before me and watch miracle before your very own eyes. Amen? Yes. Amen. Yeah, all that we, we need is already given. And I, can I invite the musicians, please? As uh, musicians and, and singers and a minister, and I would like to invite you to, to come before um, the Lord. Even um, respond, come to the altar. No one is going to pray for you. Is your engagement with the Holy Spirit is, is a step. Um, you, you feel like you want to sit, it's fine too. But there is a prophetic act. There is something that interrupts. You know, I've been studying a lot on the brain because of something that I've been going through. So I am hungry. I'm desperate. I will eat well. I will think well. I will re do everything within my power to get well. Right? There is a pattern, it's okay. there is a pattern, but there is something that needs to come and interrupt if it's a bad pattern. It's a bad habit, something needs to happen to interrupt that. 
So today, I, I want to encourage, uh, it's just because we are coming doesn't mean we do not love God, we are not desperate, but I say, I want, I want to be greedy in God. There's only place I can be greedy. You know, I want everything from you. If you die, you pay for it. I want to eat everything. I want to feast from your table. I want, that is a prophetic act, a, a standing up, a making a decision to come and begin to interrupt a pattern of thinking, a pattern of behavior. It's a response, not a reaction. It's a response that, Father, I want everything. Jesus, you paid it all. I grab a hold of everything. Holy Spirit, I want to partner in you. Come and water me. I submerge myself. Come and anoint me. Fill me. I'm massaging. It's an act that interrupts a pattern. Amen. Uh, musician New Wine, can we just set the song New Wine? Yeah, and, 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 and say, Holy Spirit, because we are in a season, God is working miracles. You are a walking miracle. Some of you seated here, you are here, you are a walking miracle. You never thought you would be alive, even don't have a desire to be alive. But tomorrow, but you are here. You are discouraged, you are downtrodden, but you are here today. And you are a fighter. You've been fighting. You've been fighting inch, inch out, inch out. And the Lord knows exactly where you have been. He woo you into health. He woo you into health and strength and love. And this morning, He's wooing you. Let the Spirit go and 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 respond and you want to kneel you want to stand and minister to god and allow him to minister to you this morning as we sing new wine